TomCarosa.com, very funny, very funny stuff. Um, now a little bit, uh, what do we have here? Ellen Zweibel, who is a great writer and written so many movies and books and also was a writer as a young man for Saturday Night Live. Well, here's the story, how we got to that point by Ellen Zweibel. <laughs> Wait for it. I wanted to be a comedy writer. I always did ever since I was a little boy growing up on Long Island, but I was in uh, college and there was no courses, there was no curriculum, there was no way, there was no road to take to become a comedy writer. So I figured, gee, maybe I'll become a lawyer, have something to fall back on. <laughs> and um, I, my grades were okay, but they made me take this test, uh, the, the law boards, the LSATs. Are you familiar with this test? which was um, they're graded from 200 to 800. If you can write your name, you get a 200. If you're Albert Einstein, you get an 800. If you're me, I got a 390, which reclassified me as a mineral, like uh, right away. And I, I got a 390. I went home to Long Island, told my Jewish parents that I got a 390 on the law boards. And about a week later, this is after they uncovered the mirrors. And, um, <laughs> and got up from those wooden boxes that they had brought in. My father handed me, my father handed me $1,000, which I then handed to a guy named Stanley Kaplan. You, you know this guy? He's all over, he's got these schools where they teach you how to prepare to take standardized tests. And for six months, $1,000, six months, I'm there with the, uh, the earphones on and the number two pencils and taking the old test and, and just really focusing on taking, retaking the law boards, which I did six months later, where my score catapulted up to a 401. 
So I figured at that rate, I'd be 90 and my father would be broke by the time I got into an English-speaking law school. <laughs> so I started writing jokes for Catskill comedians, old comedians who were working the Borscht Belt, the Jewish Alps, called the Catskill Mountains. The, the Catskill Mountains in the 50s and the 60s were the spawning ground for comedians. I wrote for every Morty, Dickie, Freddie, and uh, Lee that ever lived, okay? I'm 21, they're 50 years old, and they're paying me $7 a joke. That was the rate that I got, $7 a joke. And some of them were just real pains in the ass about it because they'd only pay me if the joke got a laugh. Yeah, so what I would do is I would get in my parents' car on a Friday or Saturday night, drive from Long Island up to the Catskill Mountains, to the Concord Hotel, to the Neville Grossings, wherever it was. I'd sit in the back of the room, and I'd listen to my jokes being told. And then one of the comedians, the comedian would come off the stage, and he'd come up to me and he goes, boy, you know, that joke about paving the driveway really didn't get a laugh. And I'd say, gee, I, I heard a laugh. <laughs> and then we would bargain. And, 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 and I'd go home with four bucks, you know. So, you know, I was 21, they're 50. You know, it was like writing for my parents' friends. And I, there's different sensibilities, and I really didn't want to uh, write for them, but these were the only people that I knew. And I um, looked around and go, no, I gotta change something here. I gotta change. And what I did was, there were two clubs in New York at the time. This is in the mid-70s now. It's a Catch a Rising Star and the Improvisation. There were two showcases where the newer breed of comedians at the time were coming through. So what I did was I took all the jokes that these older guys wouldn't buy from me, and I made it up into a stand-up comedy act for myself. And I went to the club, and my plan, my plan was to go on stage, deliver the jokes with the hopes that a manager, an agent, a TV executive, all of whom were hanging out at these clubs now, would like the material and give me a job. The first week that I'm there, I met a guy who was also starting out. His name is Billy Crystal. And he was starting, and we became fast friends. I lived in Woodmere, Long Island with my, my parents, and he lived in Long Beach, Long Island with his wife and kid. He's more mature than I am, okay? <laughs> and every night he would take his little blue Volkswagen and pick me up at my parents. By the way, in case it ever comes up in conversation, this is the international symbol for little blue Volkswagen, okay? <laughs> He would pick me up at my parents' house, we'd go into the city, tell our jokes, and then he would take me home. I'm about four months into this experiment, I'm on stage about one o'clock in the morning, having the hardest time in the world making these six drunks from Des Moines laugh. <laughs> I get off the stage and I'm really upset, it was horrible, I go over to the bar and I'm hanging my head and waiting for Billy to get done so I can get a ride home. When a guy comes and he sits down next to me, and just starts staring at me, and staring at me, and finally I go, what? He goes, you know, you're the worst comedian I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I said, I know, why, why rub this in like this? What are you doing? He said, well, your material's not bad. Did you write it? I said, yeah. He said, can I see more of it? I said, you bet. I didn't even ask who it was at first, because I would have shown it to like a gardener at this point, okay? <laughs> Ends up, this guy is Lorne Michaels. Isn't that a great story? And then he went on to write for Saturday Night Live. He's got more great stories. Look for Alan Zweibel. Uh, follow him on Facebook, too. Very, very funny. Okay, what have I got here? I got an announcement. 
Here we go. No name comedy variety show Eric Vetter brings New York's best established and emerging authors and storytellers, including author entrepreneur. Uh, Cambry Cruz. I love Cambry Cruz, and she wrote a great book, by the way, on top of that. Uh, check her out, Cambry Cruz. Okay. And uh, Leanne Lord, Jeff Rose, John Andrew Morrison, uh, to Word Up Community Bookshop, Washington Heights, Tuesday, March 21st, 7 p.m. No name at Word Up Super Story Party. <laughs> okay. Uh, hosted by Michelle Carlo, and uh, she wrote A Fish Out of Agua. And uh, got to make these shorter, Gordon. <laughs> it's like, like a monologue. Okay, the show will also include a magic hat open mic where the audience members can sign up for a chance for four minutes of stage time and tell their own stories. Admissions free. Word Up Community Bookshop Liberia Communitaria is located at, get your pen, 2113 Amsterdam Avenue, 165th Street in Manhattan. Okay, 2113 Amsterdam Avenue. Go to wordupbooks.com. For more information. Thank you. Wow. Woo, woo, tired. <laughs> All righty. Uh, what else is coming up? Okay. Yes, I have another announcement here. Where is it? Uh, oh, I'll announce it after the next. It's in the scroll. So you can see it in the scroll. But I'm multitasking as we do this. So uh, let's see. All right. So we had that. What do we need now? So we have some music or something. Okay. I know. I've got comedy too. It's a lot. Oh, Hello, handsome, how do you do? Hello, handsome, what a brew. Hello, handsome, care to vote with a handsome coffee roaster. If you need to go today, you're the best looking brew. Got some hot and pepper java just for you. The most attractive coffee you've ever seen. coffee to be so handsome? Yeah, it must be real difficult and complicated. It's just three easy steps. Step one, the Dee, we start with science to make our coffee so darn handsome. Wow, we science? Every unattractive bean goes through our vintage, fully restored and customized Probot UG22 coffee roaster and comes out handsome. Ooh. Careful, it's science. Science was tricky. Step two, perky, perky, percolator. Say, how do you get the handsome from the bean? Our world champion barista wrangles the handsomeness right out of the bean. Wow, that's one hot brew. Want to wrangle me too? Step three, trim, trim, trippity, drop, baby, trip. Finally, the most important part, service with a smile and slip up the handsome. Mmm. Heavenly, it's the second coming of coffee. Wow, this coffee's so handsome, even I'm attracted to it. Mm. Is it me or the coffee that's so hot? It's definitely the coffee. Ah, oh, nuts. No, beans. I love flicking beans. Every cup starts right here in glamorous, sunny Los Angeles, Hollywood land, California. Handsome coffee. They've got beans and brawn. Aw, oh, heck, let's just sing about it. Put some hot, handsome coffee to your lips. Get better looking with every sip. Try the most attractive coffee we've ever seen. It's the handsome roasted coffee bean. It's the handsome roasted coffee bean. Hello, handsome. Handsome coffee. Coffee made handsome. Hello, handsome.
Warning, may cause sudden effects of handsomeness and good-lookingness. <laughs> I love the Apple sisters. Uh, they're so funny. And, uh, okay, what did I do? I lost my uh, show. There. Okay, there we go. Back to the studio board. My switchboard here. Let's see what's going on. Um, okay. The guy meets a girl in the bar and they go back to her apartment. They go into her bedroom and one wall from floor to ceiling, left to right, the entire wall is full of fluffy toys. Fluffy, fluffy, fluffy toys. Floor to ceiling, side to side, fluffy toys. They get it on. When they get done, he says, how was I? She says, take anything from the bottom shelf. (laughs) (laughs) Jackie Martling. Check him out. I love Jackie. He's so much fun. Let's see. What do we got going on here? Um, Let's... uh... I'm looking for something. Hang on. Oh, I know what it was because it's in. I got, I got to send down my uh, switchboard someday. Uh, it's got too much stuff on it. I got so many songs and so many comedy bits, but that's all the fun about it. So remember my, um, here we go, the CSC promo. Do you love Motown songs? Would you love to hear them live from some of America's most talented emerging artists? I've got just the event for you. Presenting the Cover Song Contest Grand Finale Showcase, brought to you by Masterpiece Sound Studios and Sony Music Publishing. 500 auditions from across the country. 11 were chosen to perform their favorite Motown hit on stage. One will be crowned the winner with a second and third place runner-up. Join us at the soundboard at Motor City Casino Hotel in Detroit, Michigan on April 20th with our host, the award-winning actor and comedian, Omar Gooding. It's going to be a night to remember filled with music, laughter, and great entertainment. So don't wait. Mark your calendars and grab your tickets now by visiting MasterpieceSoundStudios.com. I'll see you when you get there. There you go. I got it just in time. All right, now a little Nancy Lombardo. Do you like it? Yeah! Let me bring out a very loud woman. Thank <laughs> you. 
I put it back in the fridge. <laughs> what? What? Is this about the last piece of cake you were saving and I ate it? Sorry! What? What? Is this about the hooker I buried under the steps? <laughs> you ate my last piece of cake? <laughs> I've been married a long time. What makes my marriage work is date night. Gotta have the date night, right? You gotta go on those dates. So, yes, once a week, you know, you go out, good food, good wine, good companionship. I go Tuesday, he goes Thursday. <laughs> Tim, 
you want to check that out. Uh, for more information, contact paulhallisey1 at gmail.com. All righty. Make your reservations today. Also performing will be Paul Hallisey, Susan Jeremy, Tom Nemec, Nancy Lombardo. She's great. Ruthie Ferrara, Eric Pisco, <laughs> Michelle Schwartzman, Todd Montisi, Jean Kim, and Howard Feller. Wow, that's a lot of names to pronounce. Okay, so check that out. All right, back to my studio. We're on winding down with 11 seconds, so check out my work. Please buy it. It's on Amazon, now available on Kindle, both books on Kindle. There you go. All right, this has been What's the Buzz in New York with your host, me, Nancy Lombardo. Big kiss. Goodbye.